Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Robert Brooksby from The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain, and I have some exciting news. Dr. Brett Thomas, for a limited time and only for our listening audience, is giving a free consultation appointment away when you use the word limitless. I repeat, when you book your appointment and you use the word limitless, he will give you a free consultation. I don't know if you're in between doctors, I don't know if you're looking for a new doctor, but if you're in the Orlando, Florida area and you're looking for a doctor that actually cares about you and wants you to get better, definitely give Dr. Brett Thomas a call. His number is 407-747-1222. That number again is 407-747-1222. So when you're booking it, use the word limitless. It's a value of $400 you're saving for your first consultation appointment. What are you waiting for? It's free. Call him today. Having a Disney craving you can't fill? Lifelong Disney World adventurers, Ashley and Sammy will take you on a journey through the parks, movies, books, and more. Whether you live miles or states away, if you love Disney, you'll love hanging out with the Pixie Dust Twins on the Limitless Podcast Network. Hey, everyone. You're on with the Pixie Dust Twins. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Let's get swimming. But before we do that, you make sure you go and subscribe and like all of our social medias and channels and websites and all the things. And then after you do that, we are going to talk about one of our favorite parks that has two names in our opinion. Disney calls it Disney Hollywood Studios. We call it MGM. But it's the same exact park. I'm dying laughing at this. <laughs> it has <It's>, two names. <laughs> it does. It has two names, in my humble opinion, and I will always call it MGM. I'm sorry, so, Disney. I'm not changing. It's true. I get you. I follow yeah. along. I'm with you on the MGM part. <laughs>
But anyway, <laughs> so we're going to talk about our favorite rides, our favorite food, our favorite characters. And then obviously we're going to complain about some of the changes. Well, not complain. Yeah, there are some good ones. Oh, no. There are. There no. are some good ones. We'll just discuss. Yeah. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Complaining is for a rant episode that you should be on the lookout for. Well, so let's start off with some rides. Sammy, what are your top five rides here so at the... At the, the Hollywood slash... The Hollywood... <laughs> the studios. <laughs> the studios. We'll just go with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so one of my things I really love is Toy Story Mania. I think it's a lot of fun. I'm glad that they had expanded it a couple years ago to add more little tracks or cars, whatever they did to it, because mm-hmm. now more people fit on the ride. Because again, this is one I'm not really thrilled about waiting for and you frequently have to because the fast passes are hard to come by. I think it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like Buzz Lightyear because you get to, to shoot at stuff only this time. You get to pull a little like popper on a gun. It's like one of those cannons. Yeah, a cannon. There we go. That's a better description. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little cannon thing that you get to pop. One of my favorite things to do is at the very beginning when you go in, they have a practice round where you're doing pies at the characters. Yeah. And I think it's like Jesse and Buzz and Woody. And I always love to try and hit the characters in the face. And a fun fact, they duck a lot. So you can't really hit them in the face. Just if you try and be like me and do that. I don't try and aim. They'll be holding targets up and I don't even aim for the targets. I just aim for their heads. They duck behind the target and they move around. So you can't really hit them. I have hit Buzz Lightyear's face helmet and then he had little pie stuff all over it and it was great. But yeah, if you're like me, just FYI, it's kind of hard to hit them in the square in the face. They don't really allow it because they move. That's one of my favorite beginner parts to it. But I like that right because it's very fast moving. Mm-hmm. It spins you around a lot, so you don't really know where you're going next. And so that part's kind of fun when you're moving in between the, the sessions that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun because you got to be ready to aim and move fast. And the faster you go and the more accurate you are, the better you do on the ride. And I usually don't do too bad on it. I don't think I'm particularly accurate, but I'm pretty fast. So I think I make it. <laughs> so I can't say my accuracy has been above like 20 some percent when I'm on that ride, but it's a good time. It's best though, if you have an even number of people. So that one of you doesn't get stuck with a stranger. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think it's a lot more fun to be sitting next to someone and actually yeah. competing, you know, one-on-one with them versus some random person that you don't know. That might take yeah. it on if you're kind of in their face about it, which I would be <laughs> like, you suck. <laughs> Look at the level you got. Look, you suck. That would definitely be me. So it's funny that they put you with a stranger because in Buzz Lightyear, they won't. They, mm-hmm. if you're by yourself, they'll let you go by yourself. I agree. But on this one, I guess it's because it's so much going on. They do single riders for that one. They'll, yeah, they'll stick you with someone else. Doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now maybe if it's a little slower, they won't, but I know I've definitely seen them just load in. They fill up all the cars basically. Let's see what else I got. So I got Muppet Vision 3D, which I guess some of these I have on here are not technically ride rides. You know, they're like attractions, whatever you call it. But the Muppet Vision, I can definitely do the entire dialogue for the entire show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can do the pre-show. I can do the show. I can do Stellar and Walter. I can do all their lines. They're sitting up there. Know exactly what's about to happen. It's old and it probably honestly needs to be updated if we're being honest about our discussions here. But I just, I don't know. I just love it. It's so cute and so fun. And I could do it a million times over and over again. And it's in 3D. How can you beat that? You know, they have all sorts of cheesy 3D gags throughout the movie. My favorite are Fozzie's because he has the best yes. failed gags, I guess I of should course. say. But I do. I do love him. And then I love the chef. The chef is up in the back of the theater. The sweetest chef. 
I love him too. He's quite funny because he just pops up randomly and causes a lot of chaos in the show. So I think he's a lot of fun too. That, like I said, that's one I could just do over and over again. And I've never went there with anybody and all the people I've been to Disney World with who have not enjoyed going there. So I think that's a good classic, you know, that's a good sign, I feel like. And I I remember when I was little though, do you know they have a whole line queue in the back? Have you ever been there? For Muppets? Mm -hmm. Did you know that? No, because mom and dad would never wait longer than like walk-on time for the Muppets 3D vision. So I've never been back Yeah, I mean- I've never seen them use it in my entire adult life, but I vividly remember as a kid being in a line for the Muppets. I, I'm surprised huh. we waited in line too, but you know, I guess my parents just didn't know any better, you know, but I remember waiting. There's, there's like a whole queue in the back for, huh. for a line. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's insane, but I've never seen it open in years and years and years. Cause I mean, they're just, you know, it's not that busy, but yeah, no. just fun fact, you know. I'm okay with it not being that busy, so we can just walk right on. I'm all about the walking on. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And then I have Star Tours down, which I know you also do. I like the updates that they've done. Star Tours has always been fun because it's very interactive, you know, with the rocking and it's like a 3D. I guess the best way is the 3D ride because it's yeah. 3D vision and it's 3D because the whole car moves. And I mm-hmm. like the updates now because... I don't remember how many combinations it is. There are so many combinations now because not only are they taking like the original series, they're taking the prequel series. They're taking the new, new series. Like it's just so many different and I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So you never know what you're going to get. You never know what's going to happen when you go in there. You don't know where you're going to end up in the universe. You don't know Mm -hmm. how it's going to end. You don't know any of it. And I think that that's the best part now is every ride Mm -hmm. is a little bit different. So I think that's really cool that they did that and everything's like mixed up and sometimes the lines are not bad. You can catch it at a good time and kind of do a quick little, maybe 15 minute walk on. And the queue is so long that I feel like even when it says 10 minutes, no, it's cute. That's what I'm saying. If, even if it says it's 10 or 15 minutes, you spend a lot of that just literally walking back and there's just so much fun stuff to look at that. It's not Mm -hmm. even that bad, honestly, Mm -hmm. to do the whole walk back. You know, you're, that's just a fun, the whole thing is just fun from the start to beginning when you get in line and then when you get out, you know, mm-hmm. even walking in, cause you got the big at, at, right. That you kind of like walk yes. under. Yeah. So yes. I don't the know. The, yeah. The whole theme. Mm-hmm. Just, the at at and the Ewok village. It's kind of like the Ewok area from the third. Uh, well, it's now technically the sixth, but from return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. See star Wars nerd. I just know it's cute. And I don't really know what's going on, but I'm a huge, I like star Wars it. Nerd. <laughs> So I also have on here the Beauty and the Beast stage show, which is 100% not a ride. I get it. It's way back in the corner. So you got to kind of go out of your way to know where it is over by the Tower of Terror. But it is so cute. It does the whole movie in a short little period of time. It's just all basically a musical. It's so adorable. I just, I love watching it and seeing the costume changes and their live singing. So it's really cool. And I don't know. It's a good way to kind of go and cool off in the back and it's not usually crowded. So it's a, a good little rest period of time. I just, yes. I like it. It's adorable. It's a fun little thing. Everyone should check out. I feel like at least once. So magical. Mm-hmm. I agree. So do you want me to do my last one or do you want to wait until after you do your real rides? Yeah, let's wait to do your last one. Cause we're okay. going to technically a change. Okay. That's fine. Go ahead. Share like, yours. Cause you'll, we'll want to rant about that one together. 
Yes. Okay, so my top ride is Star Tours, which she already mentioned. It's absolutely amazing. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. The fact that C-3PO, if you've watched Star Wars, is in charge of driving our <laughs> our vehicle <laughs> is hilarious because he is not the droid I want driving. Thankfully, R2-D2 is up top, like, helping us out. Now, the favorite thing I have of the new Star Wars is they choose a random person in the audience to be the rebel spy. And I remember so vividly, it was you and me, and we went on Star Tours. It was the new update. It was the first time I went on the new update, and I, you and I were together, and we were sitting there, and it was funny, because you and I were talking, and I said, no, I am an angel. Like, I don't know why we were on this topic, but we were talking about it, things, and I said I was an angel, and as soon as that started, I was the rebel spy, and Sammy looks over me. She's like, your credibility is down the drain now. Mm-hmm. Like, they got you. <laughs> David Star Wars. That was so funny. I remember Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. I loved it. But no, that ride is just so much fun. The the detail they've put into it. And I know they've done so much more since Galaxy's Edge is open. And I am like dying because I haven't been able to go yet. But yeah, Star Wars, Star Tours is my favorite ride at MGM slash Disney Hollywood Studios. My second favorite is Toy Story Mania. I think it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. I like it better than Buzz Lightyear. Number one, because of the interactions. I think it's really cool how they did the video interactions and and how you shoot things now. Also, because I don't have to worry about spinning my little cart. They do it for me. It's so nice. That is true. Uh, That is a big benefit. (laughs) It really is a huge benefit. So I really like it. And I like how if you've never been on, you walk into the queue area where you have to kind of wait in line. And they transport you as if you're a toy and everything's huge and you feel like you're Woody and Buzz walking through the different toys and there's huge Mm -hmm. Monopoly boards and and just all the things and it just makes you feel, I don't know, it makes you feel like a kid. I think that's why I love Disney so much and I love talking about it because it just makes you feel like a kid again. It makes you Mm -hmm. believe that anything is possible and I love when they do stuff with Toy Story, because Toy Story is such a, such a big thing for our generation. I mean, when it started, we were kids and we kind of grew up with it Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's just a great, great show. And it's a great, great ride. My third favorite is Rock and Roller Coaster, which is one of the more thrilling rides. Oh yes. I remember the first time I went on it, I did not want to go on it. I was, I refused to go on uh, roller coasters when I was younger. And I didn't want to go on it. I wanted to sit and wait for mom and dad. And I actually, my dad dragged me through the whole ride. I was bawling. You can ask my father, Sammy, if you've never heard this story. I was bawling, but dad said I had to go on it. And we get to the front and finally we're about to get on the the stretch limo is what they call it. Mm-hmm. And my dad looks at me. He's like, Ashley, if you want to, you can very adamant. You can go and wait. And the fifth grader in me, because I was in fifth grade when this happened, the fifth grader in me like wiped away my tears and I looked at him. I'm like, you've dragged me all the way here. I might as well just go on it. (laughs) Fairly snappy with my parents. And that was one time I was. And I'm really glad I went on it because I so enjoyed the ride. Like the takeoff is really scary. Like every time me and Samantha do get on that ride, it like the stretch limo kind of goes back as they do this countdown, and then it goes from zero to 60 like that. Like, this was one of the first roller coasters, I think, in America that went from zero to 60 in, like, 2.5 seconds or something like that. This was before, like, Cedar Point and all those started doing that sort of thing. 
and every time we go on it, it goes back and we look at each other. We're like, why do we do this to ourselves? And the worst part is when you get to the last part of the queue, you just watch them over and uh-huh. over and over doing the countdown and taking it off and doing the countdown. And you have all that time to just get freaked out, which is yep. exactly what I do every time I get in that ride. Yep. Every yep. single time. But it's it's always worth it because there's no like big hills where you're dropping. You just do loop-de-loops and stuff. And that stuff doesn't bug me as much as like doing the big hills that you do at like Cedar Point and Six Flags and those sort of things. So I absolutely love that ride because you listen to, you also have Aerosmith blasting in your ears. So if you love like old school music, like at least what we think is old school music, Aerosmith is like blasting and it's just so cool. And then the store at the end is just a lot of fun. So it's, it's a fun ride. I know when my dad listens to this podcast, he's going to laugh because he remembers me bawling my eyes out and he laughs at it still. He's like, see, you should be happy. I took you on that ride. It's one of your favorites. <laughs> be quiet, father. Just die <laughs> laughing, imagining little fifth grade Ashley. Might as well just go on it now. Because <laughs> I, I wasn't, because when you met me, I was in sixth grade and I was not a snappy person like that. No. At least I don't think I was. That's what I'm just imagining. It's just making me laugh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, so that was my third. Um, I love Muffet Vision. That's my fourth. I. It's just one of my favorites to go on. I actually didn't fall in love with it until I went on it with you. Like when you and I started going to Disney together, like when I was living down there and you'd come down, I, you and I went on it that first time we were together and I fell in love with it at that point. Like my family wasn't a Muppet family. Like my parents really don't like the Muppets. They're not like, they don't hate them, but they're not fans. So we didn't go on it very often, but when you and I went on it, I just fell in love with it. Cause I do, I love the Muppets. They're so great. And it's just a great story. And the old grumpy guys are my favorite. <laughs> I absolutely love them. They're so I really, great. They are. They're so great. Because uh, I grew up watching like Muppets Christmas Carol. And yes. Muppets like Treasure Island. And yes. Those. And so watching like Muppets 3D Vision is so cool. But you can tell it's old because at the very end, Kermit comes, like there's a hole blown in the wall. And Kermit comes in and all the people out there is very 80s. <laughs> The balloons. Oh my my gosh. gosh. It's like the oldest Disney balloon I've ever seen. They surely do not sell those anywhere. It was pre-us. Like we weren't born yet when they filmed that. Yeah. It's insanely. And the outfits, you just, yeah, you can can tell. Yeah. So they need to really, they really need to to update it, but they need to update it with another cool 3D show. So that's my opinion. Uh, and then my last one is <laughs> not Sammy's favorite, nowhere near Sammy's favorite. She will never go on this ride with me. Is Tower of Terror. <laughs> Tower of Terror, if you don't know, it's this big uh, hotel that's haunted. And the detail of what they did with this ride is absolutely fantastic. You walk in and you do feel like this hotel has been closed for like 50 to 100 years. And there's just cobwebs and everything everywhere. They do kind of like a Twilight Zone preview and it's kind of twilight zone when you get onto the ride but you get into this elevator and you go up and then you just kind of sit there and wait and then all of a sudden it takes out and you fall, free fall now as someone who doesn't like heights again i didn't know if i was gonna like this ride it was the same year i also went on rock and roller coaster but i actually wanted to go on this ride because the movie came out the movie uh tower of terror was out and i just i wanted to go on it because i loved the movie and there's they take pictures on a lot of these rides at disney and we still have the first picture of us whenever we were there and my brother is hiding like you can see this much of his face (laughs) 
right there. He's hiding behind my dad because he's in third grade. He's young. I'm in fifth grade. And you see me, my, there's railings right here. Oh, no, no, no. There's not railings. Uh, when it first opened, it was just a lap bar. So my parents, of course, are much bigger than me when I was in then fifth grade. So there was like this much space in between my lap and the bar because it was on my mom and dad. So my hands are like white knuckle on this bar and my eyes are like, <gasps> like wide as can be. I had glasses and my eyes were probably as big as my glasses. And then right after that picture was taken, we dropped. And when it first opened, it would drop all the way down four or five times. Now they've changed it where you only fully drop maybe once or twice. And then you do some more like half drops and then you're done. It's a little bit more predictable. When it first opened, you could not predict when it was going to fall. And every time you fell all 15 stories and you felt like you were going to fall out of your little bar because it was just there. But now they have like better like safety measures and stuff. But it's a lot of fun because if you do it at night, you can kind of see out and you can see the lights and it's just beautiful. And then you free fall, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm she, not will never, she will never go on it with me. I'm not going to comment. I'm going to save it for my ranting okay. podcast. Okay, sounds good. I have never forced her on it. I don't think. Have I ever forced you on it? Okay. No. <laughs> I've never forced her on it. There are also some other great shows at MGM. Like, there's the Indiana Jones. So if you like Indiana Jones, that show is there. It's the exact same show every time, but it's absolutely fantastic, especially if you like Harrison Ford, because you got Star Wars, and that there's... The Little Mermaid show that needs a little bit of updating. There well, was a car stunt show, but that's gone. They do. They have something else now, though. They have a new show, and I have not been to see it. I believe it's open, though, but they have some sort of new cars base. But, like, Cars, the, the Pixar cars movie, the not movie? just Cars, general okay. Cars. Yeah, Cars, the movie. But I haven't checked it out because, again, you know, everything closed. So we didn't get to go see it. Yeah. I don't know the exact in and outs of it, but I know that it's some sort of new new thing and I know they have Lightning McQueen is in it so that's all I got about about that yeah there are a couple rides in Toy Story Land that you and I went on there's a little kid roller coaster and Slinky Dog it's only like 20 seconds long and then the the spinning the little aliens aliens? (laughs) yeah the alien saucers it's so cute I just it is it's silly Felt like the scrambler, like the scrambler at a at turtle base that we would go on. Only a little nicer. I'll give them that. Yes. yes. Fancier. And there's little Much. aliens that drive you around. Yes. Much fancier than Cherubusco turtle base. Sorry, Busco, but yeah. not a carnival ride. <laughs> not a carnival. <laughs> this is Disney. Yeah. That was a cute little ride too. I did enjoy that yeah. little Yeah, sauce. it was. Mm-hmm. It was. And they have some good food too. Disney Hollywood Studios has some great food. If you have never been, there's not as many restaurants mm-hmm. as Epcot, but there's some good ones. What's some of the ones that you like to go to? So probably my favorite is the prime time. I would say the fifties diner for one, the theme is just so fun. And then the, the waiter and or waitress is a family member who constantly is yelling at you to follow the rules. And if you don't follow the rules, no elbows on the tables, no hats. Sometimes they'll yell at you if you're even on your phone they literally will punish you. I have seen last time I was there, a grown person was in the corner and I don't know what she did, but she had to go stand in the corner and then apologize to all of us. And I'm not even sure what she did to get stuck in the corner. I've been force fed vegetables there when I was younger. 
I want to say maybe like like middle school or high school, I was force fed some vegetables oh, for not finishing them. It's super cute. I mean, if you're not really into being picked on, you know, they'll kind of leave you alone. But if you play it up, they will definitely get you. And it's yes. it's so much fun, especially watching the kids little kids squirm when they're getting in trouble for whatever it may be that's going on. Yeah. It's a fun atmosphere. And plus they got little TVs everywhere playing like old school shows mm-hmm. and stuff. And there's some old Disney stuff in there once in a while. It's kind of thrown mm-hmm. in. It's a great theme. There's stuff in there. I literally look around and I'm just like, wow, my grandmother literally had some of this stuff in her house. It just yes. reminded me of her house, some of the shelves and some of the things on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is like being in grandma's house again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very authentic. Yeah. It's just the whole atmosphere of the food is really good too. And they have really great desserts and milkshakes and things too. So it's always a good, yeah, it's a, it's a good place to stop. And that, that meal is worth it. If you ask me, I think it's good. So worth it. Bubba actually got in trouble the last time we were there because he had it. He kept getting his cell phone out and he got yelled at and I've loved every minute of it. That's what they do. They tell you, man, they warn you. These are the rules. He almost didn't get dessert. He almost had to watch me eat dessert, which as a big sister, I would have been okay with that. That is great. See, that's the kind of stuff they do. I love it when they do stuff like that. It's hilarious. Yes. I love that one. My other favorite is the sci-fi one where you get to like actually get into these cars and it's kind of like a drive-in movie and they bring you your food and you're like eating in a car and watching an old scary scary movie. It's (laughs) scary. Scary with quotation marks. (laughs) Yes, because kids come in there and they don't want to scare the kids. Yeah. And these are movies from like the the 50s probably even a little earlier yeah Yeah. it's these things are not not super what I want to say not super special effects or anything going on in these movies it's not alien yeah no that movie is scary I've never watched it I've only seen it within the great movie ride but even then I'm sorry I just gave her I gave her a dirty look because of that (laughs) <laughs> well, we're, we're getting to that part of, of MGM slash okay. the Hollywood studios. Don't worry. Okay. You'll be able to rant. Okay. Or discuss. Discuss. Whatever. Discuss. There's a lot of other food options. I know they have a marketplace area near Tower of Terror slash Rock and Roller Coaster. There's a lot of different variety that you can choose from. There's the Brown Derby. Neither of us have ever been in it, but apparently it's good food. They used to have, I just remember this, they used to have a food service outside the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids playground. Do you remember that? Yeah. Before they tore down the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids playground? Yeah, way back there. Yes, there was. There was a little, and it was always so quiet back there. That was a good place to go Mm -hmm. find some fast food because- there wasn't a lot of people because it was right off the streets of America, mm-hmm. just in this really random little corner. Yeah. 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 I do remember that. We did used to eat there every once in a while because it was a lot less crowded than the other, the other one, which is over by uh, Star Tours. Yeah. The, the yes. Backlot Express, which is also one of my favorites. I do love eating at the Backlot Express because it's just a good fast food. It has some variety and they have, didn't they have like a really cool adult beverage that we got last time we were there no I didn't get it because my fifth grader showed up remember that oh we just randomly yes ran into her we randomly ran into one of my fifth grade students that was supposed to be in Indiana I'm like really can I not go anywhere I do remember that but yeah we did not partake in the the adult 
Beverly. No, you did say that you've been to Hollywood and Vine. That's right next to Prime Time. Is that yeah? Anything? So it's a buffet. I think the food is good, but I mean it's a buffet, so that is what you get. They have a lot of characters there. I know we a while ago. I just remember we did go for lunch, dinner, sometime in the middle of the day. I have no idea. Anyway, Donald Duck was there. Minnie was there. Mickey. And they were wearing like summer outfits. I, I made, they may still do this. It was some sort of like hmm. mini f- dining experience, but they changed the theme depending okay. on what time of year it was. And they may still do that. So we went to that once. So that was fun. One time I went at breakfast though, and they had Disney junior characters and I don't know any of those, but I do know the hot dog dance from Mickey's playhouse because they yes. did that 800 times during the breakfast. And wow. that was a lot to, uh, to watch over and over again. I know it because I work with children. <laughs> yeah, that was not my choice. My husband, for some reason, is like obsessed with the Hollywood Vine. I don't, it's like I said, it's a buffet. I don't, it's Does fine. Does it have good know. bread choices? I see he wants to go at breakfast a lot. So he has not really brought uh, up the bread there. Although that's, that's a good question. I appreciate it. I don't know what it is. The breakfast, I don't get it. The breakfast to me, it's like scrambled eggs and, you know, like any uh-huh. Disney breakfast buffet pretty much the same thing everywhere you go yeah but you pay more because now there's characters there so you know limitless broadcasting is not your average streaming service it's got content you're actually interested in watching there's a series for everyone in your life whether they want to chase Bigfoot or judge their favorite or least favorite celebrity spending habits, we make content you care about. Check out Limitless Broadcasting today. There are some good character dinners. We should we should talk about that in an episode of all the great character dinners that you can, dinners and lunches and stuff you can go to because they're good to know about and good to know where they are. So be on the lookout for that episode as well. We just have all sorts of ideas today. Look at that. We are, we're, we're idea brainstorming, which just so you know, FYI, if you ever have an idea or want us to talk about something, get on one of our social medias and comment and give us some ideas because there's a plethora of ideas that we can do with Disney and sometimes it's hard to narrow in. So if we get some comments of what you want to hear, we'll definitely, definitely take them into consideration. That's a little FYI to the side there. hundred percent. Yes. Please yes. tell us. Yes. Which can then lead us into our characters because we have to talk about our characters. Nice little segue there. Oh yes. I like it. Yes. There are, there are some great characters at uh, Hollywood studios. I'm going to let Sammy do her top five first and she has some good ones. Yeah. I mean, ironically, I don't know anything about Star Wars, but that's basically what half of Let's be real. That's what half of Disney, the the studios is now is Star Wars. So, you know, it kind of makes sense, I guess. But I really liked Chewbacca because he's big and furry and it was the softest hug I've ever gotten at Disney World. It was so cute. He's so big and just, just so fluffy. And it's just, you can't go and see Chewie and then not feel good about yourself afterwards. I feel like he's- He's a good, if you need an uplifting character experience, go wait in line for him because you will feel so happy afterwards. He's like Baymax, basically. (laughs) It's just going to make you feel good after you see him. I got to see Darth Vader way back. This was before Galaxy's Edge had opened. So this was just back when they had the little Star Wars kind of building, you know, back in the the courtyard area. So Mm -hmm. I got to see Darth Vader there 
with because they had it as part of a Disney visa experience. So we got to go mm. see him because of that. So I think not everyone even got to go see him at that time. I like seeing the villains. Him and Kylo Ren is good too because I like it when you go see characters and they're not nice too because it's just yes. funny to me to have them literally glare at you the entire time and basically make it clear that they don't like you in their space and they don't want to be there with you and they basically hate your guts because you walked in and you're at Disney World and you're wearing stupid mouse ears while you're seeing them. My husband tried to get a selfie with Darth Vader. It did not work. Darth Vader kept moving and or putting his hand up like to block it and it was very funny to me <laughs> to watch him struggle to do that. I think he tried it with Kylo Ren once too and it didn't it still did not work out because they are not selfie kind of people, guys. Yeah, they just, that's not what they're into, but they stayed in character. It was a lot of fun. I do have to say that. And I had seen both of them, I think, separately without you, but I didn't see the BB-8 until you and I went to see him. And that was one of my favorite things too. Yes, because you they literally have to have a translator in there with them because you don't know what's going on. And it's so adorable. Like the cast member that's there is great because he's so, at least the one we had, he was yes. so enthusiastic about it while we were mm -hmm. in there saying, Oh, he said this about, you know, whatever we were yeah. wearing or whatever we said yeah. to him. And it was just so cute. This little robot, you know, just making all these cute little noises at us. It was super, super cute. I don't know why they don't do one with some of the other no, I really want them to do like R2D2 and yeah. C3PO. C3PO would be hilarious. I would love to see C3PO. But I think, I mean, they BB is the first time they've done kind of that kind of character, I believe, where it's like mechanical and they have someone translating. So maybe they might do that as Galaxy mm -hmm. Edge gets kind of more. I mean, it is pretty popular, but like as time kind of goes on, maybe they'll add in that. And if not, Disney, if you're listening, R2-D2 C-3PO, that should have been your first ones. FYI. I agree, because the BB-8 is super cute. So I'm yeah. saying, you know. I, I also, I haven't been to see him in a while, but they had um, Mickey and his little sorcerer outfit from the um, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Mm -hmm. I just, I think the outfit is super cute. And I just, mm -hmm. I remember when we were younger, they used to use that kind of icon a lot more, especially at the studios. That was, well, that was the main... thing with the hat. Yeah, I yeah. really, I hated the hat. I'm just going to be real. I did not I really did. enjoy the hat. Yeah, I didn't either. But it was kind of one of the icons. So I guess that's kind of why I have a little soft spot, you know, for the Sorcerer Mickey. Because mm -hmm. even though I didn't like the big hat thing they had going on, he was still like the icon of the park. And then yes. he's at the show. If you go and see the, the nighttime show, Fantasmic. He's mm -hmm. at the very end and he has the sparklers coming out of his hands. And it's so cute and so cool. And I have not gotten a picture with him in a while. The last time I went was a couple of years ago with my mom, but it was, you can't go wrong with Mickey. I told you that before. You can't be sad when you see Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So. And then yeah. the last one I put was the Green Army Men. They're a little trickier because they don't necessarily stop right away, but they do a little show over at Toy Story Land. Mm -hmm. They come through, I don't know the exact times, but they come through and they do all sorts of stupid little they have like a hula hoop with them and a ball and you know they do like a little stupid silly show and they walk mm -hmm. through the middle of it and sometimes at the end I know I saw people going up and getting photos with the army men but you know mm -hmm. they're live people so they're actually talking to you and interacting with you and it's a cute little thing and a long 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 time ago I got a picture with an army man somewhere randomly at the studios I don't I mean, huh. Toy Story Land wasn't a thing yet, so I don't really remember 
maybe it was right around when they opened the ride back before they, they did all those updates. Maybe it was well, there, then. There was an area that was called Pixar Place. It yeah. Was like a, it was a street. street. So maybe, it, yeah, because the army men were done. The army men you could go and take pictures with on Pixar Place. Yeah, so that probably was Toy it. Story Mania opened. Yeah, so that was probably it because I have one yeah. random photo with them. But now if you kind of catch them, they're out on in the middle of Toy Story Land. They come marching through and it's a cute mm-hmm. little show and it's, it's worth it, especially if little kids that are really into it, yeah. you know, that it's a cute little picture opportunity and they'll definitely stop and do photos and stuff when they're done with the show. I love it. Okay. Well, uh, with mine, uh, my favorite is BB-8. I love the droids are my favorite characters in Star Wars. I'm just going to put that out there. I can't understand what they're saying and I'm pretty sure R2-D2 has a very bad potty mouth and that's why he doesn't speak the uh, English language especially if you've watched some of the newer Star Wars movies, Luke kind of tells us that BB's not saying some good things, which I found hilarious. Maybe that's why he doesn't have a meet and greet. Maybe. Because they know they can't really translate what he says. Possibly. That might be Mm -hmm. why. Because C-3PO also is like, watch yourself all the time. But anywho, Mm -hmm. BB, it's really cute. He's just adorable. I kind of want a droid. I wish droids were real. I would have him as a pet. Uh, I love meeting Kylo Ren. I never met Darth Vader, but I feel like it would be a lot of fun to meet Darth Vader. My brother met him, so he was still doing the meet and greet in 2017 when I was there with all my whole family, and my brother went when I was, I wasn't with him for some reason. Where was I? For some reason, we were separated at that point, so he got to meet Darth Vader, and he said he was awesome. He tried to chokehold my brother, which I wish I was there for. Yeah, so I've heard Darth Vader's great. Kylo was great. I was like a giggly mess when I met Kylo. Because I just, I'm like, hi. And I was like being all friendly and he just would glare. And he has the face mask. So you can't really see what they're doing. More than likely, this guy's laughing at me behind mm-hmm. this mask. But there's pictures. If you follow us on Instagram, I uploaded a couple of those pictures. They were really entertaining. Uh, he was not happy with me. And then Sammy's face is like, what are you doing? Why aren't mm-hmm. you? She's waving at you. You uh, could be nice. Ugh. Yeah. He was a great one to to go and and meet. And of course, uh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca is also one of my favorites. He's great. And then these last two I put, I have not actually got to meet them yet, but when I went on MG, or sorry, Hollywood Studios map, they have them available for you to meet and they're on my wish list. Uh, And one is Olaf. I want to meet Olaf so bad. Uh, I never thought I would love Frozen as much as I do. I didn't even think I'd like Frozen 2, but I listen to the soundtrack of it all the time like it's just so great and Olaf I love Olaf but Olaf really won my heart in the second movie when he's doing all these names and then he said Samantha it's like I don't know a Samantha and as soon as I heard it in theaters I'm like he's looking for my best friend (laughs) yeah so hopefully like me and Samantha have this plan that when we are back there together we're gonna go see Olaf and we're gonna see if he realized like we're gonna show him Samantha so he now knows Mm -hmm. who she is because he he needs to know her. She's pretty amazing. I need to make like a t-shirt or something. There just, are t-shirts. That just says so I'm Samantha on it. There they have t-shirts. I'll uh, make my own. On it's Etsy. probably cheaper. I don't want to pay all this. No offense, Etsy people. Good for you. Bravo. I'll make my own. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently you can meet Edna Mode in MGM. There is a place in MGM now you can meet Edna Mode. I did not know that. I found it when we were doing, when I was putting my list together, I found it on the character list 
for MGM that they had like a couple months ago. So either the Disney app is lying to me or it's brand new and we've just never seen it. You know, I think I had remembered seeing that you could meet like Mr. Incredible and Mrs. Incredible. So she's probably wherever they are. She probably is. I don't know where that is though. I know. We'll figure it out when I come down. I really want to meet her. She's like my favorite character from The Incredibles. I think she's hilarious. My favorite line of her is, you look fabulous, darling. And just her confidence. I'm just like, I want to be Edna when I grow up. Like, she's amazing. She also reminds me of a character off of a different show, but we're not going to get into that. But yeah, so those are my, those are my top five. My top five characters. Yeah, Yeah, they're good choices. I like it. They are. They are good choices. So we have come to the part of the show where we're going to not rant, because that's a different episode, but we're going to discuss a couple changes mm-hmm. at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios that have happened over the years. And I'm going to let Samantha talk about the one that we kind of skipped over on her ride. She might rant a little bit, and that's okay. So what yes. is one of your favorite rides? So, one of my favorite rides was the Great Movie Ride, which is no longer there. Now it's Mickey or Mickey's and Minnie's Railroad or Railway or some crap. I have no idea what it is. Now, I have not ridden it, so I'm not going to judge it. But, that being said... I grew up going on the movie ride. I get it. It was not everyone's favorite thing, but it was very busy frequently. I feel like I saw many, many lines for it. I just want to throw that out there anyway, but I always enjoyed it even though, yes, it probably could have been updated a little bit and they updated the end movie. I mean, at least they did that. They kind of threw in some newer movies at the end and I thought it was really great when they finally did a big revamp on that. But I just love doing the whole segue through all the different genres. And you were literally in the middle of Mary Poppins. You know, you had seen in the rain on the left side of you. you Yes, the Wizard of Oz, the entire scene. Now, I love the Wizard of Oz, but I it's a great story. When I was little, because you know, clearly my parents were like, this is just a wholesome ride to go on with a three-year-old. Yeah, no, the the witch freaked me the heck out. I just, because she's scary. I mean, if you look at her, she's very realistic. It's a really good animatronic. Well, it was. <clears throat> anyway, but. Hey, rest it, in peace. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but she, she's very, was very, very scary. I mean, she yes. just pops up out of all this smoke and then she's just yelling at everybody to get out and she's looking to see who killed her sister. And, you know, it's very scary. She was a very angry lady and I was not too thrilled with that. Now, granted, it never stopped me from going on the ride and I enjoyed it thoroughly. And, yes. you know, I would always sing along when we got to the end. And I feel like, you know, sometimes you would go on, on the ride and there'd be people who are really into it and then people who weren't. And I mean, obviously we're those sort of people that are always into it. Yes. And you know, they're like, okay, it's your turn to sing along. And there would be people who literally would just stare. And yeah. you know, I can tell you, Ashley and I and our families, we are definitely the ones who are singing along with this song as we exit <laughs> and go into the final scene. Alien did freak me out too. I mean that, because you're just, you're literally in the middle of the movie and it was so scary and the aliens that come, they come from the side and they come from the ceiling. So I kind of learned where they were. So, and I would kind of figure out the pacing 
Mm-hmm. We went on it so many times, right? You know, we grew yeah. up going on there, right? You know. Yeah. So I'd figure out the pacing to know if we were going to make it by the side alien. So I always kind of knew if we were going to get by that. But that middle one, I would literally, I would lean all the way over in the car, whichever direction, depending <laughs> where I was sitting, lean all the way over and try not to be under it, even as a grown up. I just, nope, <laughs> you're not, nope, nope. I'm not coming down over my head. Oh, no. <laughs> but it was just, you know, it's very scary because you go from, from this, you know, kind of tame little scene into all of a sudden, you know, they're just like, warning, remain in your vehicle. And you're just like, what's going to happen to me? If I, what, what are we going into? I don't understand. So, you know, that's, that's super cool. And then you head into the, the Indiana Jones scene, you know, and then you go into the really old school. Casablanca. Um, yeah, the, the Casablanca scene where you get to see, I always hoped we would get to see the final line. And if we missed it, I was always very sad, you know, when he would actually deliver mm-hmm. the, you know, here's looking at you kid. And if we missed it, I was always so disappointed, even though I, I was too so many times. Yeah. That's why you went, you know, it's just like, he's got to see the line. He's got to see the line. I got to see the propeller go. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> you know, and if the, the cast members talk, yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Cause I'm just watching. Are we going to get it? Are we going to get there? Are we going to make it? A couple years ago, my mom and I kind of went through the list of all the movies that they had in the, you know, that we kind of rode yeah. through and then that they played at the end and we, for one summer, we kind of went through and tried to watch some of the movies that were in there. Cause I had never seen Clas- Casablanca before that. So I was in college before I'd seen that movie. Same. And, yeah. And it was all, it was honestly because of the great movie ride. I wouldn't have watched mm-hmm. it otherwise. And so I don't understand why you get rid of it because it's a great way to learn about all of the old classics, you know? And at the beginning they had the, the gangster scene. Um, I still haven't seen that movie, but my dad had definitely, he really liked that kind of stuff. So he knew the lines, you know, when they, the guy was at the door trying to get in, he would know the lines with that. He loved it. And if we got stopped in that scene and that was our, ours, he loved that because that was his favorite, you know, when the gangster took over mm-hmm. versus the cowboy spoiler. Sorry. If you haven't written it, you will never get to see that you either got the gangster or the cowboy. I'm sorry. They would actually, like, you had actual actors that would come into this ride and take over your thing and go through the scenes with you, and they're, like, mugging you, and it was just, oh, it was such movie magic, and I'm the same as you, Casablanca, I only watched Casablanca in college because of that ride, like, I went Mm -hmm. to the library at my campus and rented it, and I also did that with Singing in the Rain and... Oh, there was another one from that ride that I watched. And I love those movies. They're like three hours long, but they're so good. They really don't make them like that anymore. And I agree. And like, as you go through the story, you get to the Indiana Jones part where you get your tour guide back. And it's really cool because they do the whole, like, if you've ever seen Indiana Jones, if you touch something you're not supposed to, you all of a sudden die and become a skeleton. And they do that, which is kind of creepy, especially when you get to the snakes. Ugh. Yeah. Anything but snakes. I don't like snakes. Me and Indiana Jones have that in common. But it's just, it was a really good ride. And the fact that Disney, like, took it out and took it away, I'm just like, you guys, you've made some dumb decisions, and this is one of them. Like, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have destroyed this ride. Because I haven't ridden it, but one of the Instagram accounts that I follow actually filmed through the whole thing the first time it opened. So I watched the whole thing, and it's not. I'm not even going to try writing it. I'm not even going on the thing. I think it's just, it's that bad, that's that new, like, weird-looking animation that's just, that you see on Disney Channel, and it's just, ugh. Rarely am I disappointed in Disney, and this one I am extremely disappointed about. 
Yeah, I wish they had just updated it instead of redoing the entire thing. They could have done some really cool movies in mm-hmm. there. And yeah, done a exactly. Totally new adventure. Even if they only did Disney movies, you know, they didn't have, because I mean, when it was open, it was obviously, it was Disney movies and then some other, you know, that they were not technically owned by Disney, but they could have went back and just revamped it and did really, honestly, they could have tried to do just Disney classics, Disney new movies. And I feel like it still would have been just as cool. Even oh if yeah. They updated it. And I wish that's what they had done instead of just removing the entire premise of it. And I think part of it is because, you know, when the theme park opened the whole thing was like you're part of the movies right mm-hmm. you know mgm studios so you're there you're in the movies you're a star of the movies you're the, all the rides everything kind of puts you there and then they kind of I, I feel like honestly that the park doesn't really have a direction you know mm-hmm. i mean because you got obviously galaxy's edge is super cool and it's very immersive and it's really great that they did it but now i kind of feel like then it's like oh and then randomly over here we have Toy Story Land, you know, which is also very cool, but it feels like they haven't really come up with a theme for the park. So that's why it's got a stupid name and it's got a stupid premise. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. This is the rant episode, but (laughs) it's just my opinion. I just, I feel like that is a park that has no direction right now. And I will still go to it because there's still lots of cool things in it. But Mm -hmm. overall, it just doesn't click together like the other parks. You can really follow. Yeah. The theming, you know, and this one, it just doesn't have it. Yeah, because, I mean, the name itself, like, even MGM. MGM was a specific Hollywood studio production company. Disney Hollywood Studios, you would think that they would want to keep, if they're going to have that kind of name, that they're going to keep the theme of feeling like you're in an actual Hollywood Studios. Now, Galaxy's Edge, I'm super excited because I am a Star Wars nerd. But in my but even though I'm excited about Galaxy's Edge, it really doesn't fit into what the original layout, the original name choices, even both name choices, fits into this park. So it it is kind of annoying, kind of like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it this way? Like, are you trying to gradually change it? And if you are, tell us so we know what the heck is coming or just do it all at once for crying out loud because it would make more sense. If you're trying to totally revamp this where it's more of an, an immersion into the actual movies where you feel like you're in the actual movies instead of into the studio area of it, but you're like the, like the movie is real instead of just feeling like it then tell us, tell us that's the direction you're going so we understand what's going on because it's just, there's too much mix up. It's too much mm-hmm. over, there, there's too many things overlapping. Like, I, I agree. Know from that. And I feel like I'm about to get into ranting mode and I know we can't do that in this episode. I don't, I don't want to do that either. But even, I even miss the backlot ride. I do too. They had so many cool props and I'm just like, where did they go? And I don't, I don't really want to know. They're probably just sitting in a warehouse somewhere now. Yeah. And it makes me kind of bummed out because that was just a really cool thing to see all of this cool stuff. And then they had the houses back there, which had, you know, I know they were older shows, but it's still really cool. It's, you know, the golden girl's house. I mean, you not everyone got to see that and it's literally rubble. I mean, it's, it's gone. I know it's to make way yeah. for star Wars, you know, I get it, which is again, yeah. cool, but it just, I don't know, some of it just, it was really disappointing what did happen with it, you know. I agree. I would have rather them done Star Wars Land a different area or a whole new park. Or They could really make that a whole park, honestly. They really could have. Because it, it feels, it's very cool, but it does feel very small. 
when you're yeah. there. Yeah. Like it could have been way bigger and that they, they, I wouldn't be surprised eventually they ex- just expanded out. Yeah. They know? probably will. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Cause Star Wars isn't over. Like, yeah, the last movie came out, but there's like talk of Star Wars, a whole new saga with different characters and a different storyline and all that for Star Wars. So, and now if they've actually are still going to do it, I have no idea, but that's the rumor. So we'll see what happens and yeah, we'll keep you up to date on that because mm-hmm. this Star Wars girl will be watching. But oh, yeah, yeah, I think I think that's it for Hollywood Studios and all all things all things MGM. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff we'll talk about that we didn't talk about today on a different episode, kind of a follow up of our disappointments. But there mm-hmm. is don't don't get us wrong, there is a lot of great things at MGM. There's still oh, yeah. a lot of great rides, a lot of great shows, a lot of great experiences. Don't count it out. It's one of our favorite. Well it's our third favorite. <laughs> but it's still a really great park. So definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. But thank you so much for listening today. We are the Pixie Dust Twins. I'm Ashley and that's Sammy. So don't forget to go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com. I know I say this every episode, but there's other cool things on there, including merchandise and a link to some funding that we have there through Patreon. So you can help actually fund the shows. Wink, wink. We need money. So you could go check that out too. Uh, We're on social media, Instagram, the Pixie Dust Twins on there. And, you know, as you know, you can listen to us on wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. And we have many other shows through the Limitless Broadcasting Company. So you make sure you check those out, limitlessbroadcasting.com. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Sammy from the Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain podcast and the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I am just checking in with you today to tell you that we have a Patreon account. If you have not checked that out yet, you definitely should go do that. And if you don't know what it is, I'll tell you a little bit about that in a second. So if you go to patreon.com backslash limitless broadcasting, you'll pull up our page. So Patreon is this really cool thing where you can help fund our projects and you can donate whatever level works for you we actually have 10 levels on our page and for whatever donation amount you make you actually get a little prize or reward however you want to think about it for giving us some money to help us fund our projects because we are so grateful for anything that you can give us so for instance our membership levels start at ten dollars and for that ten dollars you get a shout out at the beginning or the end of a single podcast show So we'll give you a little personal shout out just for you, just for your donation, just because we're so thankful for anything that you give to us because it really does help us out a lot. If you go up a level to $20, you get the benefits of that lower level. So you get the shout out on the podcast. Plus you'll get a shout out in the show notes of one podcast level and recognition in an Instagram or Facebook post. And it just goes up from there. You know, like I said, there's 10 different levels for you to pick from. Some of them include like free t-shirts and you always get whatever the lower levels include. So it just kind of builds on each other when you're donating. So I think that's another cool thing about the Patreon benefits as well. And if you go all the way up to our top tier, you actually get to host your very own episode of a television show or podcast show with video. And you can have a co-host, you know, one of us co-host with you, or you can do it on your own. But what I think is so great about that idea is that I know a lot of you 
are interested in what you're listening to, obviously, right? So maybe you have chronic pain and you want to use an episode to share your story. Or maybe you're a Disney nerd like myself and Ashley and you want to talk about your Disney experiences. So it's just another really cool little thing that we're offering. And I definitely think you go check it out because like I said, any little donation helps us and we really appreciate it. Whether it's $10, $50, whatever you can give. If you can give every month, that's awesome. If you can only give once, that's fine too. You still get those incentives because we're so grateful for your help. Don't forget to go to patreon.com backslash limitless broadcasting, and I will see you on the next show. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.